0: Welcome to Bet and Breakfast, a podcast from BetSided. Hey,
1: does anybody want coffee?
0: Who wants coffee? It's sports betting for everyone. I'm here to tell you today that the New York Yankees season is done. Stick a
2: fork in them, it's over. Lamar Jackson, I can't believe he's that low on the list that he's my bet for sure at this point in the season.
0: Early leans, best bets, props, parlays. If you can bet it, we've got it. I'm taking the over on this. If you look at the last five games, this is a game waiting for points to be scored. Tom Brady, I think everyone's heard of him. If Brady puts up the numbers, they have the 10th easiest schedule the rest of the way. Get in, get out, and you're ready to go.
1: I think they're gonna have to give him the award if Dallas ends up locking up this division and possibly even that number
0: one seed. And here are your hosts, Ben Heisler, Ian McMillan, Peter Dewey, Donovan Smoot, and Reed Wallet. What comes before anything? What have we always said is the most important thing?
2: Breakfast. I thought you meant the things you need.
1: Bet and Breakfast is live. We're all with you here on a Monday. Ben Heisler with Reed Wallach and Peter Dewey, my guys over from BetSided. This is the real deal. This is the Bet and Breakfast podcast, so over the course of of our weeks together we're going to be coming to you live right here on youtube you can also catch us wherever you get your podcast we're going to go over some of the biggest news in sports betting we will break down some of our early leans of the week a little bit later on we'll go through best bets as well whatever you need to get yourself through the day in sports betting whether you've been doing this for a long time or whether this is a fairly new opportunity for you we are here to help and have some fun have a little bit of coffee and some breakfast with you guys along the way. And what's crazy about being able to do this show live, reading and Peter, is that sometimes we can just break into breaking news. Like today, mm-hmm. I thought we were going to be talking about Peter getting close to to nailing his Atlanta Braves pick of winning four games to two over the Houston Astros. The game six play was just right there. You had the grand slam. Everything came back. But we're going to be talking today to kick things off, guys, about a pretty substantial injury with Derek Henry. Reports coming out from Adam Schefter of ESPN that he might have suffered a potentially season-ending foot injury during their win over Indianapolis. And so my question to you is, and Reid, I'll start, I'll start here with you. Uh, Titans, last time we checked, and, and Peter just wrote about this over at BetSided, Titans were plus eighteen hundred heading into the week to win the Super Bowl. How far do you think they'll fall? Because I I think right now we're looking at Tennessee as maybe thirty to one or below. How far do you have them falling? And then what would that number need to be for you to feel like, okay, I could consider actually betting them as a contender even without Derek Henry?
0: Yeah, I I mean, first podcast episode, we have arguably one of the most important players in the sport going yeah. down. So I mean, what are what are the odds? But there's no number I would bet Tennessee at ever Derek Henry. I saw
1: not, not one number. There's, there, there's there, if they go bet,
0: down to a hundred to one. You're not on them. They're done. This is Derek. No. Henry, I saw a tweet and I don't want to steal from anyone, but he accounted for 36% of the Titans yards from scrimmage. Most in the league. Um Yeah, they're done. This is it. I mean, they are up three and a half games in the division. Now that was a huge win against Indianapolis. So maybe they make the playoffs, but you can't replicate what Derrick Henry does for this team there's not a number i would bet on them um the rams now are minus seven at Wimbet, and i know we're going to get into that but that number is going to shoot up i mean derrick henry's impact can't be uh stated enough so no i think the titans are done for sure
1: all right to, to allenberg and the rest of the trading team over at winbed i i encourage you i implore you <laughs> To challenge my buddy, Reed Wallet, how (laughs) high can you make this Tennessee's future numbers so that he actually have to consider betting on it uh, with over his opportunity here? Peter, what about you? Like, is there a number for you? Are you on the same same aspect as Reed?
2: I don't know if there's a number right now that I would take them out. I kind of want to see, like Reed said, what the offense would look like without Derrick Henry. Like, are they going to trade for a running back before Tuesday's deadline? Are they going to be able to get somebody who you're not going to replace Derrick Henry, but to replace some of that production, and then maybe you can go in another way. Cause like last couple of weeks, Ryan Tannehill, AJ Brown has really looked really good. That, that combination, you get Julio Jones back healthy, like, I think they still win the division. I just don't think the rest of the AFC South is any good. So I don't think the number is going to fall as far as we may think just because they're probably going to be a playoff team by default by winning the division. And so how far can you drop their Super Bowl odds really when you have a team that if they win their next couple games, like they just went through the toughest part of their schedule, arguably. Like if they win, they're going to make the playoffs. You can't drop them too far because if they do make a run, now, now you're at a huge liability at the, at the books.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how I see things, right? Like, if you go ahead and put them from plus 1,800 to to plus 6,000, I mean, they're going into the postseason. You just need to have a couple breaks go your way. And in the NFL, that's certainly more than possible. So I I think if the number goes to 50 or above, at least for me, I'm willing to throw a few bucks down. And I, I just think the opportunity is there for Tennessee with all the playmakers and the likelihood, knowing their offense, that they're going to trade for an available running back. And remember, guys, I know it's Derrick Henry, but it's still the running back position. You can always find somebody somewhere to be able to deliver. So plenty more on that, including over at BetSided. We're going to have an article up uh, coming up in just a little bit regarding the three best backs the Titans might be able to trade for. So make sure you guys check that out over on the site. Uh, Opening lines are out over at WinBet for NFL Week 9. And we were going through this together. We are sort of breaking down some of our favorites. To me... And Peter, I'll go to you after I'm done. But like, I was looking at this 49ers line against the Cardinals. 49ers are at home this time, they're plus two and a half against Arizona. Kyler Murray's likely out. To me, this doesn't make any sense. I know that Colt McCoy has been in the league for a long time, and maybe Colt McCoy reuniting with a college coach in Cliff Kingsbury all of a sudden gets him back to the Colt McCoy that we saw from Texas a 1,000 years ago, but I'm not certainly there. The 49ers played him tough back in Week 7. It was a 17-10 to 10 game. Uh, I, I thought Murray really got slowed down. It was the Trey Lance debut. Garoppolo is actually playing well, had his best game of the season against the good Bears defense on the road in a, in a noon central game. I, to me, I can't figure out why this line is where it is. If anything, it'll probably being, end up reversed by the time they officially announce that Kyler Murray is out. So, Peter, let me go to you next. Like, what, What's that game on the schedule for Week 9 that you're already ready to bet because you know that line's going to move?
2: Yeah, Ben, this, this really switched up on me because originally I was going to take Tennessee – plus six or plus seven and then obviously derrick henry happens. so now i kind of want to see where that number goes um i don't know if i would take the rams minus seven yet but if this thing gets up to like we saw Devonte adams last week against the cardinals that line moved by three points when he yeah. got hurt and he got ruled out so if this gets up to like tennessee plus 10 like i'm i'm taking that 100 percent. like if it if it gets there like I get the over the reaction to Derrick Henry is one of the most impactful players in, in football. But like you said, like it's a running back so they can still keep this close. Like I don't think the Rams just automatically like the Titans are good. They're six and two. They've beaten some good teams like they don't they don't just completely fall off a cliff without Derrick Henry. I don't think so. Um, I'm intrigued to see where this one goes. I, I like it, honestly, at plus seven right now, but I know it's going to move even further. So I, I would keep an eye on that the rest of the week.
1: Yeah, might as well wait on that for sure. Is there a, is there a team or a game read that uh, you have your eye on already at the, the start of Monday?
0: Yeah, there's a few lines. I'm, I want to see where they move, but one that really sticks out to me is the saints minus five and a half. I I faded the Falcons uh, yesterday that worked out for me and the saints, Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill might be back at quarterback. I just think that this is a game where the saints can just pound the rock, the Falcons 30th and defensive rush success, similar script to how the Panthers won. So Yes, it seems a little high with Trevor Simeon, but or even Taysom Hill, but you could still run the ball, you could still dominate the clock. And the Saints at home in the past 10 years, 49, 39, and one against the spread, 37 and 27 against the number in division games. Sean Payton gets him up for this NFC South division game. Uh, I just like the Saints. They look like a really nice teaser piece, too, if this hits six.
1: I think so too. I'll be curious as to whether or not there's any sort of letdown after that home win against Tampa Bay. And also, by the way, if you're the sports books, think about all the money, especially at WinBet, that they were probably taking in live once Jameis Winston went down in that oh, yeah. game, knowing mm-hmm. that everybody was just live betting and just pounding Tampa Bay. Uh, a good day, I would say, yesterday for the sports books, considering all the live money that was coming in. So those are our early leans. Uh, for the week heading into week nine and we're going to wrap things up today remember here on bet and breakfast this is an opportunity for us to hang out with you while you're sipping your morning coffee getting your eggs and bacon your breakfast burritos ready to go um with that also being said we also like to go out and give some of our favorite plays and get in and out in about 10-15 minutes so that you can go on and continue your day so we're looking at all the different odds available over at WinBet, and again for more analysis more breakdowns, all this stuff is available if you go to fansided.com slash betsided as well. You can also follow us on Twitter, at betsided, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok for even more coverage. But I want to go over some of our favorite Monday night plays. We're not going to get into World Series only because that's going to be on Tuesday, so it might be a look ahead for a little bit later on. Uh, For me personally, guys, we all talked about it just briefly. Uh, Monday night game, you got the Giants at Kansas City Giants are getting 10 and a half points tonight. And I know that the Giants are bad. And I know that Kansas City has not been a good team covering the spread. You go all the way back to 2020. But sportsbooks like Wynn are, are handing out all these different inflated lines just because it's Kansas City and the public continues to back them. Like, there's no reason for the sports books to change at this point because everybody is just diving in and just looping up and taking their big cereal bowl and just going more kansas city more kansas city so i'm going on the other side here i know that this is a game that they need to win i know that the season is out of control chiefs defensive players are yelling at people on instagram and tyron matthew is calling the fan base you know like toxic so they need a win and they're going to win but the giants actually have a couple really solid skill players on offense with Kadarius tony and Shepard's likely to play tonight. So I, I think knowing that they're going to be in, we actually might see this line shift back closer to 10. So knowing I can get the hook here, give me the Giants in Arrowhead to make it closer than maybe most would anticipate. Remember the Chiefs just haven't put teams away all season long with the exception of those two NFC East teams. What about you, Peter? Is there a game, whether it be Monday night football, are you looking at NBA? Are you looking Knicks? Because that would be quite a shocker
2: <laughs> if you're going to go ahead and throw a Knicks play in here. Ben, you know I'm throwing a Knicks play in here. I'm always of looking course. at NBA. Uh, we got got an interesting one, but I'm not going to take the Knicks to win like the the other days. I've been taking them to to win on this winning streak. But I'm actually going to take the under in Knicks Raptors tonight. It's at two twelve on WinBet right now and. The Knicks have been really good offensively this year. I think a lot of people were surprised by that. They're third in offensive rating, but I'm still going to back the under for this one big reason. Both of these teams play at an unbelievably slow pace. The Knicks are 27th in the NBA. The Raptors are 29th. So slow pace, less possessions, less chance for points. And when you look at it on the other side, Toronto has the seventh best defensive rating in the NBA. So the Knicks have been great on offense. Raptors have been great on defense. Something has got to give in the fact that both of these teams play slow. I think this is a perfect type of under game. The Knicks played an under um, one of their two games. They hit the under against the Bulls last week. The Bulls came into the game with the second best defensive rating. I just expect this to be a grinded out game. It's two rival rival teams playing in the same division. I, I don't think that that. um, uh, The Knicks are just going to be able to shoot the three like crazy. The Raptors are a very solid defensive team, so that's that's my best
0: bet tonight.
1: Reed, are you looking NFL? You're looking NBA? You're going to shock us all with an NHL pick? What
0: do you got? Definitely no NHL, but um, (laughs) I'm also looking NBA. This Bulls line, I think, is a little off. Maybe Uh, Bulls plus two and a half in Boston against the Celtics. This line should be more of a pick to me. The Bulls were three and a half point home underdogs against the Jazz. And they won that game out right now. They're going on the road and playing a Celtics team that really – I still think they need to figure out the rotation. New coach Ime Odoka is still kind of putting things together. And also on the second unit, Alex Caruso, free agent pickup for the Bulls. Um, fantastic running the second unit. Uh, Boston still figuring out with Peyton Pritchard, Dennis Schroeder, who's really in control there. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown also. I just – the Celtics team just still seems off to me. They haven't put the pieces together. The Bulls are – Um, top five in defensive rating. Boston is 20th in defensive rating. This is just a bulls or nothing to me. I think that they're going to win this game outright. Um, Yeah, so give me Chicago.
1: I like the play, especially talking to a Chicago fan. Also, shout out to Zach over on YouTube who says, Go Chiefs. I'm certainly with you there. I like them to get the win outright, but uh, I do think the Giants will cover that 10.5. And there you have it. First episode, the debut, the maiden voyage of (laughs) Bet and Breakfast. So for my guys, Peter, for Reed, I am Ben. Also, shout out to Joanne, our producer for today. Thanks so much for getting up with us. We will see you again on Thursday with a brand spanking new episode of Bet and Breakfast. Until then, salute. Be good, everybody.